Guys, I got a, I got something in the mail. I got a package in the mail. What'd you get? What'd you get? I don't know. I'm gonna open it here live on air. Oh my god, it could be anthrax. It's thrax. Oh man, it's The Witcher 2. Enhanced edition. I got this on a gold box sale. That's right. We game journalists sometimes buy our video games just to remind ourselves of how the little people live. Oh my, this is so novel. I've spent my money for this. Man, I hope there's boobies on the map. <laughs> is this what it's like to be a real? Uh, this I, is it. Yeah, I, you're capturing. This is what the experience it. is like. Mm -hmm. Man, I hope I like all the lev levels. Mm, yeah. In this, I I'm so removed from this community. I. I it's hard for me to say. I heard the pixels in that one are pretty good. A lot I of hope, them. Man, I hope they don't try to screw screw me over with um, in-game DLC. Is that is that how? I hope it's not on the disc. Yeah, me right? too. Is that it, if it's on the disc, it's worse. Then it's worse than on the disc when it's on the internet. Oh god. My name is Justin McRoy, and I know the best game. Hi, everybody. I'm Griffin McRoy. My game's so good that I had to interrupt Justin. Hi, everybody. I'm Chris Plant, and I'm the law in this here town. My name is Russ Prostick, and I know the best game of the week. All right. This is the besties, as you've certainly guessed. Uh, we, every week on the besties, us four best friends get together, talk about the new games we've been playing, argue about which one is best, choose a winner, and then pit that against our current champion. Uh, Rush, Fresh Stick, what's our current champion? I think Gravity Rush is currently winning. Yes, correct. Gravity Rush. Gravity Rush. Um, Didn't that game only get a seven? <laughs> uh, Chris Plant, you are our commissioner this week. You're the law. You're the one uh, charged with upholding our delicate uh, balance. Uh, who, uh, who should pitch first? Uh, we're going in order of price. Uh, today, so okay. Griffin will be pitching first. Um, my game, actually, while an iOS title, is uh, forty dollars. Wow! Oh, so snap. that's a big. So we go in lowest to highest. Is that I'm how just the, is that how the DLC works in that game? I haven't downloaded it yet. I'm I'm just I'm just kidding you guys. It's You're only joshing. a buck. Just joshing. joshing you. Um, my game this week is an iPad game called Squid's Wild West. Uh, <clears throat> no, I know. <laughs> uh, I was right there with you. Little did I know that it was basically the iOS equivalent of my dream girl. Uh, it's got like, here's here's the pitch. It's the sequel to Squids, which we all know and love. Sure, I've heard uh, of that. Basically, what it is is a marbles tactics game. It's like a tactical RPG version of the playground game Marbles. So you have four squids, each of which has different abilities. And the basic uh, uh, gameplay is you fling them into enemies to do damage or you use their special abilities uh, strategically. So you have like a healer marble that can do damage to enemies or you can run the, the healer. It's not a marble, it's a squid. To fling them, you pull their legs back and shoot them like you would a marble. Um, uh, so you have a healer I'm squid. I'm not sure this analogy is working as well. 
No, no, no. It's like marbles in the sense that you want to run your squids into enemies to do damage or knock them off the battlefield. So, But you have like a healer squid who you can run into enemies to do damage or into your friendly squids to heal them. You have a shooter squid that can shoot into enemies or can also launch their own projectiles at enemies. And you have like a tank squid that can do an area of effect attack or a scout squid that can shoot really far and fast. And... Um, it's it's sort of Angry Birds-esque in its layout where uh, like combat encounters are split into different levels, uh, but the levels are weaved really nicely into a, like a campaign with a really cute storyline, and it's really well-written and has a lot of charm. All the sprites look like uh, sort of like the claymation-style sprites of uh, like Golden Sun, the Golden Sun games, which looks really nice. The soundtrack is incredible and uh it's the kind of experience that works really well on on a touch device um wherein the interactions are really easy to understand and really fluid and um but at the same time there's a lot of depth to how you can customize your squids and unlock new upgrades and level them up hats yeah but each hat has different statistical bonuses that uh instead of just equipping a squid with a hat you transfer the bonuses from that hat to the squid and and then you basically permanently get the upgrades there it's a really clever upgrade system there's a lot of unlockable stuff there's hidden stuff on each level um it's it's really accessible my, my girlfriend and i have been playing it and she is not an rpg fan at all um so so it's it's not uh so dense that it's it's scary to uh, people who don't like RPGs, but yeah, it's it's neat. It's got a lot of strategy and and role playing aspects to it, and uh, it's only a buck. Buck-a-roo. I have a few questions. I, as yeah. someone who played Squids, mm-hmm. I I don't really remember what happened in Squids. I don't know the specifics, but I remember it being kind of grim. Like yeah, people die. Uh, yeah, it, I think the world is maybe facing like a genocide or something. It was dark. Is yeah, that, I mean, is that still the case? It's not it's not adorable like you're in a you're in this western town that's just been racked by plague basically. Um is there a yeah. mechanical spider in the western town? I don't think so. Is that a limbo reference? Uh, that's kind of... uh, wild wild west. Oh yeah. for fuck's sake. Jim west, wild, wild west desperado. Rough yeah. rider. No you don't no, want, you nada. want nada. None of this. None of this. Six, Six gun of this. Rubber soldiers of that is. Um no it has none of those things. <laughs> This episode of The Best of These is sponsored by Aura Frames. All right, so you know there are a number of people in your life that are not necessarily the most technologically savvy. I'm sure immediately names jump to your mind. Those are the sorts of people that you would say, oh, maybe they would want a digital picture room in their house, but they wouldn't necessarily be able to like set it up and get it working and add new pictures and stuff like that. That is where Aura Frames comes in. It's a digital picture frame that allows you to basically upload any photos that you have directly to the frame. You don't need them to do any work. In fact, you could even set it all up before they even open the box. You have the account set up. You just have to connect it to their Wi-Fi. And once that's done, everything happens over the internet. So you can add new photos, you can do whatever you want, and it all works completely smoothly. I set it up for my grandmother, who's 95 years old. I set it up for my mom, who's 70 years old. And they both love their Aura frames, and they love seeing the pictures and new photos of the family all being added without them having to do anything. So I'd 
highly recommend it. I'm really, really happy with it. And right now, you can save on the perfect gift that keeps on giving by visiting AuraFrames.com. For a limited time, listeners can get $20 off their best-selling frame with code BESTIES. That's A-U-R-A frames.com, promo code BESTIES. Terms and conditions apply. Uh, Kenneth Branagh plays Steve the Squid, though. Not a lot of people. No, I mean, the story is actually pretty good, and the writing is really good. I'm not sure where it was developed. Somewhere not American, uh, but it's been localized really nicely, and um, it's, it's it's very entertaining. And you can collect all kinds of new squids and each one has like a different there's a calamari jane <laughs> wow who's a sort of a, a rootin tootin shooter if you will um, uh i have a second question yeah yeah please i, I feel like when the first squids launched you kind of needed the dlc to uh get past some of the later levels oh, you could no, buy hats and stuff uh yeah. is that the case still am i, I no no, no. i've <clears throat> i've had like more money than I know what to do with. So, like, you you can get three stars on any level, and each star gives you a basically a money bonus that you can use to buy new stuff. And so you get one for, like, finding a hidden star in the level, and you get one by ensuring that all your squids survive, and you get one for completing the level in a certain number of turns. And it's that, it's those three um, demands every single level. So you always sort of have a guide for what you're doing. It's It's a really clever system. Also, you can take a picture of your team of four and the different hats that they're wearing and then tweet it. So <laughs> it's a, I'm I don't know how to maybe I'm not pitching it well enough because it really is. It's, well. I like it's one of the best. It's one of the best iOS games I think I've ever played. Probably the best iOS game I've played on iPad. Sure. It's, it's the best you brought to the besties. Yeah. yeah. You bought an iPad a week ago. I don't think that really says much. <laughs> uh, two weeks ago, sir. Okay, I'm sir. just saying that's 14 days downloading at least 10 apps a day. That's 140 apps. Wow. Kingdom Rush. Kingdom Rush. Yeah, it's okay. Oh my god. What? You're crazy. It's okay. It hasn't gripped me in the way that that Squid's Wild West has. You're yes, crazy. I was shocked no one brought Kingdom Rush iPhone to. Eh, that's a cop I was out. expecting it. Oh. Yeah, it's like the Kingdom Rush I can play only smaller and clumsier. Yeah. Great. 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 And also Perfect. no Squid marbles, so, so I don't even, I don't even know what to say about that. Wow. Justin, well, are you down? Are you downloading it? I know that's a thing you like to do during the show. Is when not Russ pay attention to the show pitches then... <laughs> pitches you an app, you download the app. Is that some? Do I carry that kind key, of cash? Key, keyword here being Russ. <laughs> I, I I'm gonna have to hear from some other people. Although I do appreciate what an effusive endorsement you've given. I think that it. I you know it's just um, the mechanic, the central mechanic, just doesn't sound that appealing to me what? i mean all the stuff around it does i, I don't know there's the some central the, the central mechanic the yeah it expands in all kinds of really cool ways sorry, like why, you, am I ha- why am i being forced to defend the fact that playing marbles doesn't sound like fun you have like an energy you have an energy meter so basically if if you do two like fully powered shots with your squid his turn is up or you can do smaller shots to try and position them to like, like get them behind the game. enemy. It, it is, yeah, it is. It's like a turn-based tactics game. You should have mentioned that. With Mar- Angry Birds I did f- meets oh, yeah. Marbles <laughs> meets turn-based strategy game. They're actually, with, with their, tag, their tagline, I think, from a review of the original one is Final Fantasy Tactics meets Angry Birds, which I think is pretty apt. Um, yeah, pretty it's, it's apt. Go f*** yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Chris Plant, who's next? Uh, next up, uh, well, you know, before before we uh, 
we scatter off to what's next. I think we should mention four people who like iOS games. Uh, Cthulhu Saves the World is also on the App Store today, along with Kingdom Rush. Is it really? So you should go. You should go download all three if you have the money. All three uh, are great games. Uh, is I'm it sure iPad? iPad two or just iPhone? I don't know. I think it is iPad. I will check that. I, I will check that. We'll get back I to will... that later. Uh, pardon me. I'm looking at these graphics. Who are they trying to fool? Yeah. Which this one? This looks like an old, 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 old game. Squids or Cthulhu? Like a... Cthulhu. Oh. Looks like an old yeah, ass. It, you, old you know, game. you know who? Uh, whose game they just made? Yeah, the Penny Arcade games. Yeah. Does that look old too? Yeah. This look old. Can they just make games that look like new games so I don't get so easily confused? Do you know what game needs to be brought to the iPhone before we before we move on? Seaman. Uh, no, Charles Shenmue. Barkley. Shut up and jam, Gaiden. Oh yeah. yeah, Charles Barkley. Shut up and jam, Gaiden would be an amazing fit. I'm gonna bring that as my bestie next. Week. <laughs> you should. I'll bring Just Cause too, and you can bring that. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So next up we have uh, Mr. Frostick with Dong Garter. <laughs> I am no longer Russell Frostick. Oh, I Christ. am von Count Frostick of Skyrim. Okay. Oh, a nightmare. Why is Hello. he always slightly European? <laughs> because I am now a Count. Hello. <sighs> Christ. So, Skyrim just released its first <laughs> gonna do the whole thing. Okay, downloadable the whole... expansion pack. I, I, you gotta do this whole episode like this. Dawn Guard. Okay. It lets you play as one of me, a vampire, <laughs> <laughs> a Dracula like me. <laughs> Unfortunately, it is not good. Okay. <laughs> I bet you thought he was enthusiastic from the fact that he learned how to do this amazing accent, but no, he doesn't like it. This is no. what he had all that time to do. He's so bored he learned how to do it. He has also accent. momentarily forgot that this is a competition, but let's move on. <laughs> Unfortunately, it was the only game I played this week, <laughs> so I had nothing else to bring. <laughs> the problem with Dongard is that you can become a vampire, but being a vampire is not fun okay uh, don't you mean it sucks it uh. sucks no that is racist against our people <laughs> the people vampires represent fictional fictional norse vampires fictional, fictional norse people. vampires yes. that's a that's an awfully narrow needle to thread can't you be uh werewolves too you can you could be werewolves before this is not new they added a new perk tree to the werewolf. Uh, you're slipping. You're slipping a little bit. You're slipping out of your accent a little the bit. The perk wait, wait, tree. How, how, how would the werewolf talk about the perk tree? Woof. Okay. Okay. Oh God. Do you want to do this whole thing? Should we do this whole thing? Yeah. Finish it oh. up. I I watched uh, I watched Varsity Blues for the first time last night, and your accent right now is reminiscent of James Vanderbeek's uh, Southern country boy accent. I don't and, want your life. He'll oscillate between that and, like, full-blown New England. Sorry, so, go on. The problem with oh, good. the powers as a vampire is that you are forced to use the third-person camera, and the third-person camera is terrible. Are you really? Yes. It is the only way you can be a vampire. Using... I think I clicked that button exactly once during Skyrim and was like, nope. 
went right back. He's tacked on and horrible. Also, when you become a vampire, the game freezes for five seconds for no reason. (laughs) Also, the only way to use powers as a vampire is to pause the game and select them individually from your favorite's menu. Okay. Also, none of the quests are much fun. And all take place in places that look a whole lot like places you have been before. Like that cave from Skyrim. Remember that one? (laughs) It's back again. Uh, It is not good. But it is $20. Oh my, really? Yes. You could buy 20 Squids Wild West with that. I could not recommend it any less. Would you say the experience is draining? Yes, because of the similarities with that statement and what vampires do to people. Now, did you come to this episode with all of your arguments pre-prepared, or are you just vamping right now? That is the first (laughs) syllable of what I am. Okay. Man, his mastery of goose is amazing. I know. You're, the vampire rust it's, is so much funnier. It's weird. Yeah, like it's not just an accent. It's a whole nother splinter whole persona other inside of his mind. Yeah, I kind of want to go to the mall with you, vampire rust. Yeah, I think so. I what will about go the... to Auntie Annie's pretzels. Now, when vampire... Can we read your review? Because I think it really has some teeth to it. Oh, Jesus. Okay, come on. Uh, vampires <laughs> have teeth. You're better at <laughs> You're better than this. Uh, Russ. You are, he's not, but you are playing. Thank Russ, uh, just, I just want to I just wanna fang you very much for being here. <coughs> fang. Fang, fang you. Yeah. And Russ, I, I've um, a Drac- Dracula a ki- <laughs> vampire, vampires. You got, Justin, you're driving me batty with your puns. And yeah, I, I, sure did, I sure have missed you. I guess um, <coughs> I am a vampire. Okay. Sorry, so sorry. what about I, I you? Was, I was coughing. Just now. Oh, Jesus Christ. I, I hope the end of your review is the score is four. One, mm. two, <laughs> three, four. Four. Um, oh, 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 oh. Vampire Rust, real quick. You yes. may not be able to speak to this uh, area of the DLC with any authenticity, but what about the non- vampiric stuff isn't yes. can't you join the dawn guard and like, you be a can join the terrible dawn guard why are they so terrible they fight my people okay but my people are not fun to play as so maybe <laughs> you should do that okay how are the crossbows they feel they feel nice the crossbows feel like they are pretty much regular bows that reload slower <laughs> good uh, that was my main complaint with bows in that game <laughs> But you can you can fast. fire them without pulling back an arrow. Wow, this sounds really bad. So the only difference between because the quest line plays the same whether you are mostly the same whether you are one of my people, the vampires, or a member of the hated Dawn Guard, the quest plays mostly the same, but you get different rewards for each. Is it how I mean? Is it? Is it not narratively cool? Is there, is there no reason? To... There, there is one narrative moment that is sort of interesting with regards to... Uh, this might be a spoiler. Should I mention it? 
Probably not. Okay. No. If there's only one I'm redeeming thing about this entire bracket. It involves elves in some way. This is somewhat interesting, but the rest of the story is pretty much what you would expect from people fighting vampires. Have you seen Blade 3? <laughs> is that the one with Jessica Alba? Jessica yes. Biel. Jessica there's Biel. A, there's, a, there's a Jessica. Summer Cash. Some... Okay. Jesus. So it's pretty much Blade 3. Is it sexy? There is a sexy vampire companion that you'd there gain. There we go. Meow. Yeah. But the... it is not Jessica Alba or Jessica Biel. Or can it be a, can it be like an Edward Cullen type figure? No, she okay. looks like the dad from Seventh Heaven. <laughs> <laughs> oh Christ! Uh, Count Freshick, it, it's been great having you here. Uh, if you if you wouldn't mind uh, disappearing into a plume of bats uh, and bringing back Russ, uh, we have, we have to get to intermission. Bats. Okay. Hey guys. Okay. Hey. Oh hey. I'm back. I got cured. Oh, good. Thank goodness. I was starting to get worried about you. Mainly, I was worried that you'd live forever. <laughs> that, that, <laughs> we have to deal really, with that. <laughs> deal with that permanently. Uh, so, what, what, how's everybody's week? Um, I took on a new project this week. Could okay. be a new hobby. Could fizzle out within the next few days. But we'll see. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to teach myself how to program. Oh, yeah. Ooh. You tweeted about that, and a lot of people were interested yeah, like a hundred people. Like I, I've always been interested in that kind of stuff, but I can't imagine a more intimidating thing to like start learning. I did. I didn't know how to start doing it, and all I had to do is tweet once, like I'm interested in this thing, and like two hundred people were just like, "Well, I do this thing. Let me tell you how." It's so like, why aren't you guys this? Why aren't you guys like this clear about it before people ask? Where, where do you be... Where do you start? Where does one even start? So I started. Uh, what's intimidating to me is the prospect of learning a language only to need to know another language. If I ever did want to it's like Latin program, it is, well, it's not like Latin. It's like Latin one, two, three, and four. And then it's like, you learn Latin one, but if you want to make this one thing, you need to know Latin four. Like that prospect to me put me off so much. Um, but I, I wasn't thinking about the fact that you have to start somewhere and there's a lot of commonalities between the different programming languages. So, um, I started with JavaScript just learning basic javascript so i don't right understand now. like are you just like starting like what is the first line of code the, you're writing there is a website called codeacademy.com which okay. has the uh console and everything like built into the website are and they so paying less money am i gonna get a check from code academy no 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 no. i'm i'm sharing it because i think it's like a like the best way imaginable to Can break they start paying us the now? language barrier yeah I'll, I'll ask them for money yeah um but yeah, it's there's just a console on the page and your assignments on the left and it tells you what to do and then you program it in the console. Like make a word in italics. Yeah. Or well, it's not like it's not like that. It's like if then sequences and with and, blinky dots oh, or like a cool-looking website. Yeah, it's really super neat. You have like a profile and you get achievements for completing like super hard lessons and like I I am I am coming from a base of zero. I made a, a actually I made a text-based version of final fantasy mystic quest in q basic when i was uh six years old that's basically the level of experience i'm coming at this with um and so so that yeah it starts you from scratch yeah so i'm hoping to like finish the javascript course and then have just like a super basic understanding and then maybe move on to something like python and then uh there's some itunes u 
courses that teach you like there's one that's just like the basics of programming but there's also one that's a little bit more advanced that is like specifically about ios games how to make ios games so your so your end goal is to like put out a, make a game yeah i think my angle like started when uh i got really angry that there wasn't the kind of ios games i wanted to play on the app store um and also i was playing a lot of little big planet which is basically like visual oh yeah you love little big planet yeah i love the i love making stuff in games so he, like that so this is what i've been thinking of recently do you sure. think that programming like I don't know. I feel like like I, I saw the demo for the Unreal Engine four, and yeah. it seemed like so mo- so much of it was like not requiring like code. It was almost like all like well, buttons and stuff. It's, you know it's I mean? never going to be completely without code. I don't think. Right. What they are doing is they are making their scripting engine entirely visual, so that artists can use it, which I think is going to be the single best thing to happen to the video game development scene in the past two decades because it's going to cut down on the cost of making games and it's also going to like close the gap between the artistic side of making games and the technical side of making games um so yeah like that's from from what little i understand about it that's incredibly exciting um but but i think it's good to have like at least a fundamental understanding of how programming works yeah no i would i would love to yeah. Just so I can crush them. So if you want to be Code Academy buddies with me, I I don't know how that would work, but I made a dice game yesterday that was. Is it cool. basically like Phoenix University, like pretty much the same thing? Like a total uh, scam. I don't know. I went to like a I went to like a real school. Uh, I went to Kaplan. <laughs> Cap test. Is that is that online? Yeah. Okay. I went to all those online schools, and if you put all the diplomas together, it makes a map. Yeah. I wanna, Leading I wanna, to a real college where you can get a real, <laughs> a real degree. I really want to, uh, Griffin. I want you to learn how so you can like be the brains of our game design crew, and I'll be. It like, seems like that's I I. This is probably I'm showing my hand a little bit too much of how little I understand of what goes behind goes on like behind the curtain at game developers. But it seems like nobody wants to be a programmer and everybody wants to be a designer or director. That's well, it's the flashier answer, right? Is to, Oh yeah. I want to be a design, you know, designer or an artist or something like that. Cause obviously your end. I don't even think, work. I don't even think artist is as appealing as I, I, there's, I think there's an inherent frustration. And I think it's the cause of a lot of the gaming industry's general vitriol is the fact that I will have an idea for a game and I will just have to wait for somebody to, else to, realize it i have no tools at my disposal to make that thing come to fruition outside of rpg maker or little big planet which structurally is like wanting to write a novel and instead going out and buying a coloring book yeah right and i feel Um, dumb whenever i speak to like i was doing the spelunky feature that went up a couple days ago but mm. when i was doing the interview with the programmer i was like i don't have any ability to like relate to him and what he's doing apart from like you make jumps feel good yeah even like even like 10 hours into this like super beginners programming course i still have no i have no fucking idea how this turns into a game still no idea what the connection is between this and physical game assets so how but i'm we, excited i'm excited to you learn can become this, rich though that's all i care about and i think you, so i mean i know how to I, I know about what makes games good i feel like so if i can yeah. like if i can do that then it's just like money in the bank, I think. And then we can use our own website to cover my game. 
Yes. Yes. I love it. Instant Here's money. A, I'm gonna be. I want to be the guy who's like, more DLC here. Yeah. I I want that job where I'm like. <laughs> you can be that's that. Too much, Fresh that's too much can you DLC. draw? Can can. Oh my god, be... I'm such a good drawer. Okay. Do you do like stencils? And he's got to do all the voices. You do yeah, stencils and, and I can do all the gaffer work. Okay. Chris yeah, Plant, do you like? I'm, I'm thinking. Typist. I'm thinking community manager for you. Oh, wow! <laughs> wow! I wouldn't waste your time, Fresh Dick. I don't think Gaff's gonna like it. Oh, delayed joke. Delayed. Well, I didn't want to step on anybody. It wasn't that. It wasn't. Yeah, it's worth. Chris Plant, can it. I talk about my game yet? Uh, I'm saying I'm like, okay. Can yeah, we come up with a name for our studio that we just invented? Yeah. Okay. Uh, bias, media bias, top productions. The fiber supplements. How about money hat? Money, money buzz. How about zinga.com? Three, three G's. Buzzinga. <laughs> zinger. Game zinger. Game zinger. Game zinger. Uh, that's got it. Uh-huh. That's got it. Somebody get that URL. Somebody get that URL for me. So that's the first thing I learned in programming school is that it's actually called a URL, not, not an URL <laughs> like we have been calling it. Oh, okay. Justin, I, tell us about your game. Thank you, Griffin. Y'all, you already know how much I love our sponsor of the week, Rocket Money. They make it so easy to get your personal finances on track, especially stop worrying about all these subscriptions that you have that you don't necessarily need. Keep the ones you want, get rid of the rest. Here's how it works. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. They'll even try to get you a refund for the last couple months of wasted money and negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. That might sound too good to be true. I have tried it myself on multiple different monthly payments I have and it's worked, which is incredible and so much easier than getting on the phone with all these companies and trying to wrangle this yourself. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in canceled subscriptions. So cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash besties. That's rocketmoney.com slash besties rocketmoney.com slash besties you go get a phone you just want a phone to talk to your friends and family you're not asking so much then you get these contracts and you get ripped off because you got all this fine print little details and all of a sudden they're sucking money out of your pocket like some sort of digital leech you know the contract may sound good uh, up front but there's always some sort of catch you know who's not going to do that to you not going to pull that nonsense mint mobile they're wireless plans. There is no catch. $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those savings directly on to you. You want to pay hundreds of dollars for, like, literal hundreds of dollars for your wireless plan? Or do you want to have a nice, easy solution, save some, put the bucks back in your pocket, pay 15 bucks a month? Say bye to your overpriced wireless plans, jaw-dropping monthly bills, the unexpected overages. Sound familiar? To get this new customer offer and get your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com besties. That's mintmobile.com besties 
Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash besties. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Uh, my game is The Amazing Spider-Man. Is that the Star Trek theme? Spider-Man. No, that's the theme from the hit animated series, Spider-Man. So... I have played a few Spider-Man games in my time, and this is the newest one. It's made by Beanox, the third Spider-Man game by Beanox. Um, I really want your review to stop there. I have played many Spider-Man games, <laughs> many, and this I am is an the expert. newest one. <laughs> um, Beanox has made three Spider-Man games. The first one is uh, the pretty decent Spider-Man Shattered Dimensions. The second one is the abysmal abysmal uh, Spider-Man Edge of Time, which is just a brutally terrible... Which, which one is that? It was awful. That was the lab one. That was the lab one. That was the most recent one. Where you um, didn't leave the lab the whole game. Oh, really? Yep. I don't think I ever played that one. Oh. But because Spider-Man, usually, he does really well, like, indoors. I've always right, said that, like, Spider-Man really shines when he's not outside with buildings to swing on. Yeah, if you're in, like, a tight office environment, that's, mm-hmm. like, where he's a Viking, really. Yeah, yeah. that's exactly where you when want he's, If he's if not he's... in his costume, he doesn't have his mask on, he just looks like a normal guy going to work. Yeah, I yeah. really like, um, I, I like realism in my game. In a game. submarine, so, he's also really good in a submarine. When he can, he's great in a submarine. When he can just jump as high as a normal man jumps, I, I can really get into it. I, uh, so, like... <laughs> that's um that's the the brief history. Amazing Spider-Man is of course based on the upcoming film come out, that's out. What is it next next week? Uh, pr- directed by Mark Webb. It's a relaunch of the of the Sam Raimi franchise. Uh, in, in this game, uh, it is set directly after the events of the film. So that's the first thing I should point out is like if you don't want anything in the film spoiled for you then uh you know you you shouldn't play this game until you've watched the movie are there um, movie spoilers in the game yeah absolutely that seems absolutely. odd given but that the game came out also, before the movie there's game spoilers in the movie if you think about it there aren't actually true no that doesn't make any sense but um here's my question is well, so it's a sequel it's a sequel to the movie to spider-man the movie correct and it's a prequel to 500 days of summer no, there is actually no relationship. Qu- question? Question. Yes, Griffin. Question. Yes, Griffin. Why don't they call him Spider Boy in the movie? He's just okay, a little guy. Fair enough. He's just a little question? Guy. Sure. Yes, Griffin. Uh, second question. Follow up? Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, is this Social Network the video game? No, it's not Social Network the video game. Uh, Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man is, is an open world game. It's the first one since Spider-Man 3 to be open world. Um... It is uh, in Manhattan. It's not really very accurate to Manhattan. It kind of looks basically in the similar shape to Manhattan, and there's definitely like Central Park is there, but um, it doesn't. <laughs> it is a it is a shoddy simulacrum of 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 Manhattan. Am I in there? Uh, I did not go to your apartment, but I think you would be pretty disconcerted by how different this Manhattan is from the one you've come to know and love. Uh, with uh, when the original Spider in Spider Man Two. Um, I could fairly competently get a map and, like, go to a specific place. And it wouldn't be exact, but it's like, you know, you could find the 
ground zero. You can find the Empire State Building. Oh. You can find the Statue of Liberty. That kind of thing. Like that. It is not. That is not the case. There. There is the least inspiring uh, Times Square ever, though. It's like three billboards. <laughs> like, get it? <laughs> Times Square. I don't even have a naked cowboy. Um. So. So that that part is kind of underwhelming. Um. The combat is lifted basically from uh it's it's very similar to what you saw in, in the arkham games uh sort of flowing combat system trying to keep your combo up uh you get a visual indicator when you need to dodge um and there's also some stealth so you if you get in a tight spot you can press a button and zip out automatically to go back to the ceiling and if there's if you're above an enemy un unawares that you can zip down and stick them to the ceiling um the main problem with the game is it's twofold. First off, it relies too much on um, on quick time events. Uh, a lot of the boss encounters basically just boil down to getting in the right spot and then hammering on the X button or the B button or whatever. Um, and that that is not as big of a problem when you're just doing that in a boss fight because you're won over by the, the scale and spectacle of the boss fights. But when you're in a situation like uh, in the open world, uh, you get into a car chase, right? So you got to chase down the enemy car uh, and and web up its windshield and then flip it into a giant web that you made, uh, which sounds cool and is cool. The first and and to do this, you have to zip to the top of the enemy car. You hammer on B to spray webs all over the windshield, and then when you get the visual indicator, you press Y to dodge the shotgun shells. And then you go back to webbing. Um, that's fine, except you do that in every single mission in the exact same way, every single time, no variation. Even the cars look exactly the same. Um, and there's little things like that to where they don't – it just betrays, like, the basic rules of game design, right? Like, you can – there are infected citizens. The, the story revolves around a, uh, a mutation, basically, that is turning – is mixing up animal and human DNA, um, which gives a pretty plausible excuse for uh, why you see enemies like Rhino or Scorpion or what have you. Um, but but you can pick up you find citizens that are infected by this virus, and you got to take them to a hospital. So like if you find a citizen, you press you know Y to pick them up, then you swing to the hospital, and then you drop them off. And there's no timer on it. There's no like penalty for jostling them too much there's no i mean there's nothing it's the only way once you pick them up the only way that situation is going to resolve is in success is with is with you success unless you throw them into the river right right no nope, can't can't drop can't no doesn't work like they can't drop them can't do anything what if you, you swing, jump into the river you swing them to the you right back out with them on your back you swing to the hospital you drop them off that's it it sounds I like mean, pocket planes to me yeah, I mean, it basically, it, some of those open world things are like pocket planes. If Spider Man like, was a was an airplane, holy sh! Beanox, are you listening? <laughs> um, so, so the open world stuff, uh, they kind of fell down on it. It honestly reminds me a lot of Spider Man too, where yeah, you nailed the feeling of it. Um, and I'll save you guys my my diversion on on the evolution of web swinging, but. Th it feels pretty good. It just they didn't build a, a great game around that. Well, you could fail. You could fail so, those. So you were I failed game. so many balloon catching missions more than I could ever count. Oh my god! They don't have any balloon catching satellites. You you would say the game is not very good. Uh, the experience <laughs> is very good. How much of the game takes the, place in the open world? 
The horrible uh, open world that you just described. It's not a horrible open world. It sounds like a nightmare. And all the missions, the, every mission in the game takes place in in indoors. Um, so so there, there's not, it's not a uh, a situation where you're you know, where where the open world would bother you one way or the other. Um, and the missions, many of the missions are actually quite good. Um, there's a, uh, well, I don't want to spoil. Is there it. one in a submarine? In a submarine? No, <laughs> sadly. That would be pretty cool. There's some of the sewers. Surprise. Some prison. Is there one where the where Spider-Man gets hit by a symbiotic suit and he turns into an airplane? No. That would be sweet, though. There is one thing that I didn't have room for in my review that I wanted to talk about that kind of bothered me. Um, the, in the very first mission, you're breaking um, a character out from a mental institution. And because of a guard trying to taser you, all the mental patients are released. Uh, and Spider-Man already like wails on a few of them in the asylum, which is kind of jacked. But then they're spread out all over town. So the rest of the time you're playing, um, you're you're finding these escape mental patients, and they're always doing something like humping a tree, or something terrible like that. And then they say these horrible things like, "I just made a boom boom in my pants," oh my and God. things like that. And it's like, did Ronald Reagan write this game? It's horrific. <laughs> Yeah, it's horrifically <laughs> offensive uh, to 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 the uh, the the uh, mentally uh, impaired community. Um, I don't really know what they're thinking with that, but uh, anyway, Amazing Spider-Man. It shows a lot of really good promise. Um, it's just it's just a, a shame that uh, I mean, at, at a certain level with licensed games, like at a certain level, games are a business, right? And at a certain point, you get diminishing returns from trying to perfect the game experience uh, versus how many people are just going to buy it because it's Spider-Man and there's a movie out and they want the game of the movie. Yeah, that's, that's a really shame. cynical way. Yeah, it's a, a cynical way to have I'm, to look at it. <laughs> it, it, it. I know it's cynical, but it's also pretty pragmatic, right? I mean, at some point, it's like, why did you guys work so hard on making so many good things in this game when that... that I mean, uh, but, you, you know, you see it disproved, right, with... With a game like Arkham Asylum, they've got a cottage industry that's completely divorced from films or comics or anything, which they built just by working on these really good games. I wish that. But the fact that uh, it's a licensed game isn't isn't necessarily what makes it a good or bad game. Like they had this, they had more time to work on this one than any other Spider-Man game they've done. Right? Beanox it had the longest development time, and also know, their yeah. third stab at it. Like yeah. it should be. It should be super on point by this point. Yeah, you'd think. Uh, uh, there, for whatever it's worth, and again, this isn't like a defense because all this makes very little difference when you're the one shelling out your sixty bucks. But this team is actually completely separate from the uh, Edge of Time team. That's so fine. That really, means they had even second. more time to work on it and more people to work on it because they weren't being side sidelined by Edge of Time. They had double the time to work on it. That uh, yeah, I, I mean it. it and it is largely pretty good. It's just, I don't understand why these developers feel like they have to reinvent the wheel. Like, if you went back and played what Shaba Games did in Web of Shadows, or hell, even what, like, even what Treyarch did in Spider-Man 2, it's like, okay, we got a really good start here. Let's just build from this. I don't know why everybody has to reinvent the wheel. Um, because they, they start themselves at such a detriment by having to, to figure out all these mechanics again. They've already been done really well. Like, I, I don't know. Okay, so we're, we're, we're going to get to deciding uh, the winner. Not that it's going to be much of a decision. Uh, but 
but before we do that, uh, I'm going to talk about what I what I am bringing uh, to the table. Because last week, uh, Justin, you talked about what was so bad that you couldn't bring. And I think it's good that we uh, have a little bit of time to talk about a game that's either horrible, even though we've already done that twice, um, or talking about something that maybe is just outside the periphery of our rules. Hit uh, it. Call of Duty uh, Modern Warfare 3 DLC. I finally went and downloaded what? How many pieces of it is there? Fifteen. Freshick. Fifteen. Uh, fifteen new maps. Seriously, fi- there are fifteen. Well, it's not all new maps. It's like some uh, of it. Some of it's Spec Ops maps. Yeah, but some still, of it's even more. Awesome. a staggering amount of content. Yeah, and this is halfway. We're we're at about what? I guess maybe two thirds of the way through Elite for the year. I think it's done. Actually, is it done? I don't, I don't know how many more they're doing. Yeah, I, I don't know. I should, I'm going to do some research while you're talking. Um, but what was crazy is you can get that now. If you want both the two content packs on Xbox, it is the same price uh, as the Close Quarters DLC for Battlefield 3, which is... That's that's bananas. Yeah, it boggles the mind. You 15... I mean, it is a ton of This content. is if you are not an Elite? Because if you're an Elite subscriber, no, you no, get if, all No, no, this is if it. you're not Elite. If you're Elite, you've Jesus. already got it. Uh, if you're not an elite subscriber, you can buy the two pieces for the price of close quarters, um, and it is good. Um, and it, what what I like about the DLC for Call of Duty games is, for better or worse, uh, for some people they bring in other developers to do them. Uh, I know Raven is involved, and I, I I'm sure there might be another studio or two who's lending a helping hand in completing these. Uh, and because of that, the maps feel different in a lot of ways than what is available on the disc. So you're not just getting, like, more of what is available. You're kind of getting something that is different and kind of feels like it belongs to whichever studio made it. Uh, there's one map that is connected. It's like, I don't know if it's Croatia. It's somewhere uh, in Europe. Uh, and it's like a medieval town, and it has two bridges that go across it. No, it's and, it's a it's a um like a monk sanctuary. Yeah. I don't know how you got Croatia. It's basically like a like on top of a mountain. Yeah, and what what's so awesome about that is you'll have these firefights, and there actually becomes points where you'll get caught in the middle of this, and you can try to escape, and you'll just jump to your death. Uh, the the layouts are just really bizarre like that. They they do a lot of really interesting things that I didn't really get from Modern Warfare Three. Uh, now, tell me tell me this because my my I love Call of Duty games. Like I, I will get super into them for the first month after they come out. I have found them nearly impossible to get back into after I take some time off because that community it's develops so almost as a singular organism where all of them are all getting so good together that if you get out of the stream, if you will, yeah. you, there's there's absolutely no way to get back in. I had the same fear. As long as you're not worried about your kill death ratio i don't give a shit about that i just fine, want to be able to get like, fun. like i we, just want to be able to get one yeah. kill without being just massacred yeah. by okay, what? the the people who hang on are like the hardcore so like they're not only going to be much better than i am they're also going to be terrible terrible human beings i took yeah. a i took a um probably a three-month break and was able to jump in but i'm already really boss at call of duty so maybe that was it um right what I will say about the community is that, yeah, I can't stand listening to people talk, so I just set my Xbox settings to block any voice chat with people that aren't friends of me, mine, and that sort of solves the problem. And, and in terms of like them being too good at it, which I think is your concern, that's not the yeah. case. The, the matchmaking is so good that 
I almost wonder if, I mean, there are so many people playing this game that new people are downloading those maps every day, and I, I wouldn't be surprised if matchmaking is just putting you with people who are new to the maps. I have never... I felt uneven I, I, ground. I would never characterize my experience with Call of Duty matchmaking as as fair and balanced. Especially well, I, as time goes on, whenever I try to get into like a match of, you know black ops or modern warfare 2 like yeah everyone would be quadruple prestige like murder machines and i would still be you know level 50 my first time through oh yeah i you, don't you really need, think you need that's to give this a try though. i think yeah okay. i think i think maybe the matchmaking has just been fixed i think elite with all the stat tracking probably makes it easier for them to have better matchmaking Nah, maybe not they have I mean, that data did before. you have tr- did you do you have trouble with matchmaking or us I no, because have, I'm only playing shocked. the best people because I'm the best. Oh, my God. Well, I'm not the best, and I still have fun. So oh, Okay, I'll give you some tips. I want to know whose game is the best. Wait so, one second. Let me just say you were asking about elite content. So there's actually uh, so 15 pieces of content have already been released. 22 were planned in total. Oh, my God. Stacked. So we are two-thirds Jesus. of the way through. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Okay. Also, I checked, and uh, Cthulhu is on iPad, so... Yep. So that's available for you. There's your updates. Uh, guys, do you want to know who the winner is? Because I just decided. Actually, yeah. you know what? Oh. Let, let's debate. I would love to see some people try to, to argue in the case of their games here. Uh, how about uh, Russ? How about you go first? I am back to talk oh. about why Guard <laughs> should be picked. It should not be picked. But I do have a question for Griffin. Okay. Griffin. Is Slowpoke in your game? Can we ban him from the podcast for like a week? <laughs> like he, he's going to keep doing like this unless we find some sort of punitive measure. And this should be like a quarter jar where every time he does a dumb voice, we have to get a quarter. The only thing I can think that he would find punishing is to have his method of distributing his special brand of dumb to the world <laughs> i will off. just do it to people on the street it's there. okay i know you will that's that's why you're my favorite uh oh. no Slowpoke's not my game it's not it's not a pokemon game okay okay justin go ahead um uh, spider-man is uh it looks amazing and it really can give you the feel of being a a superhero uh and it's fun to swing around the town and spider-man is back baby come take a swing <laughs> go, go ahead griffin this is all yours <laughs> Walk um, the park. victory trot uh, squids wild west is the best ipad game i've i've ever played in my long and illustrious history of talking about ipad games these past two weeks and uh it's got it's got gameplay that's perfect for a touchscreen platform but the depth of a of a true rpg and the tactics of a strategy game and the squids of the ocean. Well, good enough uh, for me. Even even with that very bland <laughs> victory trot, you uh, you win, Griffin. Squids Woo-hoo! Wild West is our yeah. Game. And what's my first be, one since <laughs> since it's Kid go down as the worst uh, group of games? No, uh, I, I think on on besties. I haven't been this excited about a game as I am about Squid's Wild West in, 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 in quite some time. 
You guys play it. You guys play it, and I want you all to come back next week because it's not going to beat Gravity Rush this week because y'all, y'all are my haters, but my haters are my motivators. So oh, I want y'all nice. to, I want all three of y'all to play it and then come back and then we'll reconvene this congressional session. Um, speaking of reconvening, I played the act and it's great. Just to, uh, we talked about it last week. Uh, it was our winner last week actually. Just didn't beat out um, Gravity Rush. Gravity Rush, but uh, the act is great. If you haven't played it, I'm, I'm really enjoying it recap remix so anyway that's been the besties uh are we are we oh, agreed oh, no, that no, it's no 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 excuse me excuse me excuse me we have to decide if this is better than, if squid time is better than gravity rush um i i am in love with gravity rush no one's going to convince me that a game about squids is better yeah you haven't played squids though no i and your your estilo is usually to to hate on a game and then go play it and then come back the next week and then talk about how it gave you multiple powerful <laughs> orgasms. Yeah, that's usually my estilo. I don't know what that word means, but I'm just going to go with it. I'm using it correctly. I think it's por- Portuguese for style. Portuguese. Um, uh, it's good. It's it's a good. It's deep. It's good. It's satisfying. It's rewarding. Multiple just, powerful you play, orgasms. Did you play Gravity Rush, Griffin? Uh, Has anybody played both of these? I played games? the demo. Flying around is fun, but you know what else is fun? Marbles. Wait, I have an issue. One second. I was just looking up Squids Wild West. Yeah. And I'm seeing that the squids are riding seahorses. Yep. No, that does not happen in nature. I don't You can shoot the squids onto seahorses and then you can get extra shots. That is not nature. I watched Planet Earth and there was never a moment where a squid rode a seahorse. I've that, walked on the face of the earth my entire life, and I've never flown around in the air free of gravity's rain. So, yeah, but that doesn't take place in Earth's ocean. Also, you could ride those planes, those vomit comet planes, and you get to float around. So, realistic. Okay. Squids. Squ- hold on. Squids like to run into each other like, my f*** it. I got nothing. Did you write that down? Oh, uh, Yeah. <laughs> Gravity Rush, Reign Supreme. So this has been our show, The Besties, uh, where the best friends pick the best games. We hope you join us again next Friday to discuss our pro- our games. So here are, games. are you drunk? <laughs> I'm having a stroke. Um, uh, we hope you'll join us again next week on Friday when we'll talk about a whole new crop of games. Does anybody have any idea what they're going to be bringing? Oh, man, Somebody? next week's yep. going to be... Next week? Oh, Good. man, you guys are going to get crushed. What's coming next week? What's... I'm probably going to try to bring the next Walking Dead episode. Oh, no, mm. next week's going to be good. What's next week? Spelunky. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Yeah, get ready for the beat down. All right, great. Well, make sure you join us for that because you won't want to miss it. You know what my game of uh, next week is going to be? The game what? I build. The game I make for myself. <laughs> <laughs> my game is Color Swap, where you click a gray box and it turns pink. <laughs> my game is... Click it di- again, nothing happens. My name is Dice. My game is Dice. You roll it, and it will be one through six. You make uh, that joke, and you just brought marbles. Yeah, <laughs> I brought a deep tactical marbles tactical RPG experience with squids. Thank you for joining us this week. Oh, Christ. Ah, Goodbye. Woo. Make sure you join us at theverge.com forward slash gaming to read all of our stuff. It's much better than this. And uh, subscribe to the besties on iTunes and write a review there. A nice one, please. I know we don't deserve it. But anyway, that's our show, and we hope you loved it. Make sure to join us again for the best, because shouldn't the world's best friends choose the world's best games? <laughs>